Hi, this is the Found Life Podcast with me, your host, Tanisha Shedden. I always wondered why so many people have found healing and found their freedom in so many different ways. As a counselor and coach and speaker, I have stayed curious and listened and learned about so many stories of hope, healing, and perseverance. And that's what this show is all about. We talk all things overcoming, self-love, self-help, and self-discovery. What you do to keep going is something I want to explore. This is a place just for you. This is for healers from all walks of life. This is the Found Life Podcast. Healing is a journey. You are not alone and you got this healer. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Found Life Podcast. Today is a quick episode about prioritizing your own needs. And to start this out, I wanted to tell a little story about something that happened recently. So I was on my local news channel uh, lifestyle show and one of the anchors had said to me, oh my goodness, thank you for coming on. What are you talking about today? And the producer had asked me to talk about self-compassion and what that means in comparison to self-care. And the anchor was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for you to talk about this. Thank you so much. Self-care is so overdone. I'm so sick of it. I'm so glad you have another twist on it. And I was a little surprised because I feel like I don't see self-care talked about very often just because I think of how I spend my time with media maybe. But also I was surprised because I think people often think that self-care means something different than it actually means. So we talk about self-care, people think it's like bubble baths and meditation and doing these healing retreats. People forget that it's actually just the daily tasks that you do to manage yourself, to take care of yourself. It's meeting your own needs. And so because of that experience, I wanted to flip the script on self-care and talk about prioritizing your own needs. That's what we need to see happen. Self-care is one thing, and we're always talked about it to prevent burnout and all of these things, but prioritizing your own needs is a different thing. To lead into this, I'm going to tell another story about me and my friend who were talking about just how guilty moms are made to feel. Moms are often made to feel so guilty for not practicing self-care. And so I want to step away from that place. But what I want everyone to think about is why is it that we put self-sacrifice on such a pedestal? And self-sacrifice meaning showing up for somebody even when your own needs haven't been met. And I think if you can show up like that and not be resentful, not be frustrated, and not feel like crap, then sometimes it's okay. I mean, it is okay sometimes, but I'm just saying like when you don't meet your own needs and then you self-sacrifice for your family, your husband, your wife, whoever is in your life, then you show up sometimes in a resentful way and the other person can feel that. So first thing in the morning, you wake up, cortisol is high because you're stressed out. 
you don't have time to meet your own needs. So you think, you've told yourself that you don't have time to meet your own needs. So every day you wake up, cortisol's high, stress is already on, fight or flight's already going. You rush to get everything done so you can get yourself out the door. When you function in that way, it makes everybody else in the house feel stressed. You're projecting stress onto everything around you. And on top of it, your mood is going to be rocky, rocky all over the place. Because when you feel the stress hormones and adrenaline first day in the morning, there's going to be a crash later. You might find yourself feeling depressed, anxious, you might be overwhelmed, and that's going to come out in another form, right? You're going to yell, you're going to, you're going to do something negative eventually. And we're not perfect, but I'm just saying that's why self-care is pushed so much. And it's not about what you do to take care of yourself. It's about prioritizing your own needs. So what are your top three things that you must do in order to prioritize your own needs? For me, it's the gym, my five to 10 minute meditation practice, and then I always try to eat breakfast because I found Right, I used to be that person that would wake up 10 minutes before I had to be to school, right? To work, to wherever I needed to be. I'd wake up 10 minutes before that. I would run around, get everything ready, and just leave the house. And that caused stress on my whole family. It caused stress on me. And it destroyed my mental well-being. Because I also didn't eat breakfast back in those days. I would just grab water or a drink of something to head out the door. And guess what happens in your biological system when you do something like that, right? Wake up with all of the fight or flight hormones, adrenaline, cortisols through the roof. It already is high in the morning because it's trying to wake you up. But adding stress makes that even higher, which changes your insulin response, which can cause diabetes, right? Which can lead down that path. And then on top of it, I didn't eat breakfast, which caused low blood sugar. And we all know from research, low blood sugar causes anger and agitation. So I had low blood sugar. I had fight or flight hormones going. And then I was rushing to where I needed to be. How well do you think I showed up? How well do you think you show up when you are like that? Right? And then you come home from your long day and you have a crash because of all of the stuff that you've spiked. And you probably drank something with caffeine along the way like I did. And you've just crashed when you get home. You're you're freaking depressed, right? Feeling terrible. And now the idea of serving your family again sounds awful. You resent them purely for existing and for relying on you. When that was a situation you put yourself in in the first place, you created that. And you're responsible for that. Yet... You think that self-sacrifice is selfless. You're showing up in a way that is harming other people in the process and you're resentful in the process. So it's not about feeling guilt or shame in the situation. It's about being aware and recognizing what actually is happening in your life when you neglect yourself. Self-neglect turns into other neglect and other harm. A case study of this is a few weeks ago I did that I neglected my own needs didn't do any of my morning routine just skipped it was really tired not feeling it that day 
and it's okay to not feel it that day. But when I was asked to show up and help my husband, guess what I did? You're always asking me to do things and you're not being responsible and you need to take care of yourself. No, 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 no. Right? Instead of just being like, oh, okay, well, I need to do something for myself really quick. Can I, can I do this for you in an hour? It was a situation where I could have delayed, um, delayed the help, right? He asked me to bring him something from home to work. And instead of saying, all right, I can do this in like 30 minutes. Just give me a few minutes. I will bring it to you in 30 minutes and then you will have it and you will be ready. Instead of that, I just got really resentful. I did it immediately. I brought him the thing and I didn't speak to him when I brought it to him. And then I just left like a little brat. And we've all been the brat and we've all been on the receiving end of the bratty behavior. And I just want to remind you, it is not okay. Not cool that I did that at all. And that is because I participated in neglecting myself and then believed the lie that self-sacrifice was better than delaying the help in order to meet his needs before mine. Case in point, it's okay to prioritize your own needs, to take care of yourself. It doesn't have to be a whole self-care routine. It just needs to be, what are your top three? What do you need to have happen for you? I don't even care if it's like, I just need to scroll on Instagram for 10 minutes and get my mind off of things. I don't care what it is. You shouldn't care what it is either. I think we put so many morals and values on top of how we take care of ourselves, right? But it's really important to take out the judgment, take out the guilt, and just say, what are my top three that I need to do for myself? in order to show up without resenting other people because I made it my responsibility to help them. And then after you've done that and been able to practice that, maybe you already are practicing that, then the further step is what boundaries do I need to set in my life with other people, regardless of how they respond or react to me in order to make myself feel less resentment toward them? Maybe it's your family, your children, maybe it's extended family, whoever it is in your life that you need to set boundaries with around your service. Maybe it's clients at work, whoever. Who do you need to set boundaries with and what are those boundaries? For example, for me, it's I do not answer the phone after 7 p.m. for clients. I will get back to you in the morning. And no matter how my client reacts, if they're angry about that, I say, sorry, like this is not in my Rome of practice. If it's an emergency, I can answer or you can call the helpline and I will get back with you in the morning, right? Or it can be my family. Boundaries with my family might look a little bit different. Maybe there's certain topics that I would like to have them not talk about. Maybe it's certain criticisms that I won't participate in conversations with. So if someone starts criticizing me of a very specific thing that I'm working on in therapy, I'm going to say, I'm not comfortable having this conversation with you and I'm going to walk out the door. They're not going to get the chance to have this conversation, right? I'm not comfortable having this conversation. I'll give you the opportunity to change the subject. This is something that I'm working on, but it really hurts me when you give me this criticism. And if they don't care, it doesn't matter. I leave. I'm in control of that situation, right? I decide how other people are allowed to treat me. I decide how my help is allocated into the world. This is an experience that all people will go through is like you are having a stewardship and a responsibility over things in your life and you have to set boundaries 
around your own role constantly. This is something that happens at work. You have a contract of the things that you are paid for. And if they try to add something that you are not contracted and paid for to your role, it is your responsibility to set the boundary and say, hey, this is outside of my role. Can we negotiate the time and the compensation for that time? And what you do in the situation, if you are not compensated or if the situation still is unfair, is up to you. You've got to be willing to look for a different job in order not to be having your time, energy, and money exploited, right? Maybe it's not that high value for you. So you're like, okay, I'm willing to compromise. The boundary is that if I have to do this more than twice a week, then I'm going to expect compensation for this. There's always wiggle room and boundaries, but I'm simply saying that it is important to manage your own output. And you cannot blame and be angry at other people for the output that you have chosen to do and that you have accepted in your life, right? We teach other people how to treat us. And when we're mistreated, we choose how to stay or go, right? We choose what that experience is like. So if you've already said, I'm so sorry, I don't have the bandwidth to do that right now, then that's it. Do not then go and do it, do it and show that person that you actually do have the bandwidth because you're going to confuse the people around you. They're not going to understand what your boundaries really are. And if you're asking them to help you with one thing and then you get distracted and then ask them to help you with another thing and they're already trying to help you with the one thing, that's something that I see happen all the time in my life where me and my husband both kind of get distracted easily. So I'll be doing something and he'd he'd ask me to help. Hey, can you help me? Can you help me with these weeds outside really quick? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I can go help. Start helping him. He's like, oh my goodness. Like the dogs are in the kennel. They're shedding a lot. Will you go brush them? And I'm like, sure. Um, Can I, do you want me to finish this task first that you helped me ask for help with? Or do you want me to go do the other one? I'm happy to help. Which one do you want me to do? Or do you want me to to stay and do this one. And when we have those conversations, it helps us understand, oh, we're like getting overwhelmed and shouting out tasks <laughs> at each other. And we're actually not figuring out things correctly. We're not on the same wave- wavelength and we're not understanding like what each other's capabilities and roles are. We're forgetting. So it's all day, every day. We're constantly pushing and pulling with other people and their boundaries and the way we're treated. And we just have to be able to stand our ground and decide what we want and be able to speak, speak it out. It is a practice. It is something that when you first do it, people aren't going to like your boundaries because they're like, what do you, what do you mean? I've been, I've been doing whatever I want and walking all over you this whole time. And you haven't complained. And why are you mad now? They're not going to understand because you haven't communicated it. So it's important to say, okay, You know, I've noticed that previously we've had this situation and it's gone this way and I haven't said anything, but it actually bothers me and I would like it to go another way. I would like, I would like this. It's a value exchange. I would like this for you and I will do this. I will help you. You will help me. Let's scratch each other's backs here. People at first will resist, but it will take you practicing over and over and over again, setting boundaries and asking for your needs to be met 
in order to have that go for you. And it's not something you have to do all the time. You don't have to become a demanding person. It just starts with little practices in trying to control your own output and helping other people understand what your realm of capability is. So that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Found Life podcast. And remember that you can do this. You have control over your life. Prioritizing your own needs is not selfish. And I want you to consider who told you it was, if you believe that is true. Remember, you're not alone and you got this anywhere.